Are you ready to invest in yourself today? Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast, where investment leader Billy Epperhart teaches you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom. Scripture says in Deuteronomy 8.18, Remember the Lord, your God, for it is He who gives you the ability to produce wealth. At Wealth Builders, our goal is to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Welcome to the Wealth Builders Podcast. I'm Karen Conrad, Vice President of Wealth Builders, and I want to thank you so much for joining me today. I am um, very enthusiastic with this podcast because we just got finished with an amazing Wealth Builders 2022 conference. It was in Denver, Colorado this weekend. As a matter of fact, I'm still in Colorado right now as I'm recording this. Uh, oh, there was so much revelation, revelation and information and an anointing, just an atmosphere that was charged with energy, expectation, and really hope, uh, which is something that we needed, I believe, starting out 2022, coming off the last two years. You know, Billy and Becky put this conference on every year, and we had to skip last year because of COVID and things. And it was almost like it was pent up for two years. You know, we were ready to get together. So if you were a part of that conference, thank you so much. And I, I know it was a blessing for you. If you missed it, no worries. Do you know what? We have made that available for you on a USB. Lance Waldo brought such a prophetic word with his beautiful wife, Annabelle. And uh, Billy was teaching on some things that, I've never heard him teach on before. He's continuing to get revelation in the area of wealth building and kingdom finances. And uh, you just don't want to miss this. The USB, what's kind of nice about that is you get all the sessions, including all the 12 workshops, which if you were there live, you can only attend four. And it includes all the PowerPoints in the notes. So again, if you're interested in that, go to wealthbuilders.org. There's a banner there that just shares information about the conference product and that is available. So I'm going to be sharing on the topic that I talked about on Saturday morning in the first session, and it's called taking the limits off the scripture. First Chronicles 12 32. I'm going to read it to you in the amplified says this of the tribe of Issachar, men who understood the times with knowledge of what Israel should do goes on to describe they had 200 chiefs and all their relatives were at their command. Issachar was the ninth son of Jacob and the fifth son of Leah. She named him Issachar, which means reward, wages, and it infers that there is recompense, which means there is an award compensation. This is very relevant for us today because we need to have this understanding, and I believe we do have this understanding in us of the tribe of Issachar. We are a people that understand the times that we are living in. That's very important. And God gives us the knowledge of what we should do. I want to encourage you with a few statements regarding this verse, and it's in reference to us because we have everything 
in Jesus. Amen. So you are a gift. You are a reward and you bring value and increase an opportunity because Jesus is in you and you carry that everywhere you go and into every situation that you are facing. We can drop in any environment. We are politically savvy, understanding the times and what is going on. And again, we know what to do. We have the resources of heaven that ties to the mule. Okay. So the mule was part of what the sons of Issachar represent, re, represented in the name. A mule would bring the resources. So he was liked, likened to the mule and he would bring resources. So an analogy for us is that you and I carry the resources of heaven. Wow, that is powerful. Matthew 13, 13 and 16 says this. It says, this is the reason that I speak to the crowds in parables, because while having the power of seeing, they do not see. And while having the power of hearing, they do not hear, nor do they understand and grasp spiritual things. But then he was talking to people who were in Jesus, were in him. We're receiving his message and it's talking to us today because we have Jesus in us. And for us, this is what is truth, but blessed, spiritually aware and favored by God are your eyes because they see and your ears because they hear. I believe because you are even listening to this podcast, you are wanting to learn about the things of God in wealth building. And I just declare that you do have eyes to see and ears to hear. There is a story which is actually true about elephants. And I'm going to read this to you and share with you an example of having limits in our life and what that looks like. When an elephant is young and small, his owner will chain him to a large tree. The young elephant will try to break free of the chain, but because he's so small and the tree is so large, he cannot. Over time, as the elephant keeps trying to break free, he eventually learns that when he has a chain around his ankle, he cannot break free. He is constrained. Eventually, he just stops trying. That is why a grown seven-ton elephant chained to a small piece of wood lodged in the ground won't try to break free. Even though he easily could, he is still under the impression that he could not. You know, sometimes I think because of our experiences or even words that are spoken over us, uh, or just a lack of understanding, just not having mentors or people in our life to teach us things, we can be like that elephant. Because of what we believe, because of our experiences, we have felt like we've been chained to a tree and we have stopped looking at the possibility or the reality that we can break free from this constraint 
and move into our destiny that God has for us. And you know, there's many steps in that destiny. It says that our path is illuminated. We go step by step. It's not just a one leap and done. It's really a lifelong journey. So back to the elephant, what if the elephant knew he could break free? Would he break free? So I'm asking you, if you have a constraint, and I believe the Lord is going to show you maybe what that constraint is. Most of us have multiple things that are, you know, maybe limiting us from our potential. I certainly do. And I ask the Lord to reveal those to me because in, in most situations, we're not even aware that that constraint exists. And with the elephants, they're not even aware that that constraint exists because it's been a constraint for so long in their life that they have just stopped trying or thinking about it. So if the elephant decides to do something with this newfound knowledge of being able to break free from a constraint that, that doesn't need to be a limitation in their life, it will change that elephant's trajectory forever. It removes the limitations and the shackles literally and figuratively. And if he decides to act, he'll never be the same. He'll have overcome the very limitations he didn't know he had. And I want to just speak to you that you have a choice listening to this podcast to break free from the limitations or the constraints that the enemy, maybe through other people, maybe through your experiences, have tried to keep in your life. Proverbs 23, 7, I'm reading this from the Amplified Classic, says this, for as he thinks in his heart, so is he. There is an inseparable connection between teaching and practice. We cannot practice truth until we are taught it. We pick up some things from our culture, from what we listen to and read, our experiences in life and more. And if we're not aware of how to take those things and actually filter them through the truth of God's word, we can end up living really a lie of experiences or a lie of constraints. We can end up living a life that is short of what God designed for our life. And the reason for that is we have wrong thoughts. We're thinking about things in the wrong way, not through the possibilities of Jesus, but through the limitations of this life experience or, or things that we have gone through. And the good news is, is when we renew our mind, we are able to break free from those constraints and see the truth in our destiny, the truth in who we are in Christ, the truth of our potential, uh, the truth of maybe what we are called to do in business, in real estate, in our careers, in our families, in all these areas. So as a person thinks in his heart, or as we have, as we have been educated to think, is the way that we really are. Feeding our mind with the right knowledge is key to change in our life. So I want to encourage you to see yourself past, present, and future through the eyes of Jesus, which is a life of unlimited possibilities. 
He wants us to see, understand, and experience his reality so that we may truly experience the life that he offered. And that is really what John 10.10 is all about. So 1 Corinthians 2.9 in the ESV says this, but as it is written, what no eye has seen, nor ear has heard, nor the heart of man imagined, what God has prepared for those who love him. Do you know that is our experience? That is what's available to us. Even if we haven't seen it, even if we haven't yet heard it, maybe we haven't even imagined it in our heart yet, but God has prepared amazing things for those who love him. And he wants to reveal those to us. This verse describes a difference between human wisdom and God's wisdom. Human wisdom is limited to what can be observed and worked out with human reason. Scripture points out the value of reason and knowledge. We do need value, uh, knowledge. We do need uh, understanding while demonstrating a difference between what man's mind can achieve and what God's spirit can reveal. I really like that word reveal because it kind of gives me uh, sort of a picture of rest. You know, if I'm having to beg for information or uh, I'm having to dig and work hard to find information, that is something that I'm having to put forth a lot of effort towards, right? And we do have to put forth effort. I'm not saying that we sit back and do nothing, but I am saying that the word reveal, which is really referenced in the scripture, is a resting point that as I spend time with the Lord and I ask him, he will reveal keys to me through his Holy Spirit, through reading his word, through listening to teachers and speakers like Billy and Becky, Lance Walnope, you know, even this podcast. And God will reveal his wisdom to us and he'll give us the how-to. And it's with the resources of heaven, which of course gives us this uncommon advantage that we have as believers in Christ. So God's wisdom is believed and received through the spirit of God. So I'm going to be sharing with you uh, just quickly here, six areas in our life that we may want to look into and ask God to reveal to us any limitations that we are living in our heart in the way that we think because of these things. So get out a pen and write these down. Number one, past experiences. We go through things in life, amen? <laughs> God doesn't intend for us to go through things that are difficult uh, or hurtful or traumatic, but he does let us know that he has the way out through healing, um, through revelation. In him, we can break free from living in the limitations from our past experiences. One of the past experiences that I shared at the conference uh, is that in 2010, my husband suddenly died with no warning. And Levi was 16 at the time. And it was very, very traumatic. 
when we go through times like that, we don't always understand how that affects the way that we think or even puts limitations on our life in the future. And uh, one of the limitations that I had is I just had this thing inside me that I didn't even know, but I was like in self-preservation, building a wall around me because I had a hurt, a trauma that I went through that um, subconsciously, I didn't even know that I was actually protecting myself with a defense wall, uh, not letting anybody, you know, penetrate that wall or no open door uh, to that wall to come in for a relationship. It was crazy because even though I was praying for a husband, right, because of this experience, I had a wall up that wouldn't even allow you know, me to, when God brought my husband to me, I was really thinking that I wasn't, no, I wasn't going to uh, receive him because of this past experience. And uh, I went through something at Bethel when I was at an executive retreat, that's called a Sozo. I didn't want to go. I didn't really think I needed to, but in her questioning, when I sat down and she said, you know, do you have any decisions out there you're trying to make any questions that you have that we can pray about together? I was like, well, there's this guy, you know, I don't know if he's, he's the husband for me or not. And I just needed some help with it. And through that discussion, we really uh, got to this point that we saw that I had built such a wall up. And once it was recognized and I prayed through that, there was an immediate release. And I'm telling you that I looked at Dave com completely different. Like I knew that he was my husband, but I had to deal with the limitation that I had because of past experiences to actually see and receive the very answered prayer that was right there in front of me. Uh, so anyway, I hope that helps some of you. <laughs> Number two, fear of man. Uh, this is a big deal. This can include fear of rejection, fear of failure, uh, definitely fear of what people think of us and even wanting recognition, you know, fear of somebody not recognizing us for our accomplishments. Um, these could all be topics on their own and I may expand this in a future podcast and maybe even just take each of these. Um, but again, you can get the full session at wealthbuilders.org and you can order that USB. And this is just one of the many sessions. Number three, past sin. When we've made mistakes, oftentimes we are the last person to forgive ourselves. And that can cause us to just feel that we're uh, not worthy. Maybe we have shame, condemnation, so past sin can be a limitation. Number four, believing lies. Maybe it's something that we've spoke over ourselves, something that someone else has spoke over us. Maybe something that we've uh, read that the world is trying to put forth as truth and it's, it's a lie. It doesn't line up with what God says is truth. Uh, so that's a big one. And that would be something to ask God, like what lies am I believing that are holding me back right now? Number five, Having pride, but this is really from a different perspective. Pride in what I'm talking about here is um, a lack of humility in receiving the finished work of Jesus. Sometimes when we have some level of success or maybe we're maybe not having success and not understanding why, 
is we're trying to do things in our own strength. And God's really designed us to walk along with him. He wants to help us. He's got so much in the Holy Spirit that he wants to reveal to us. But I know in a lot of cases, what I see is that when people start to experience a level of success, they don't even know it, but they're kind of like, okay, God, I've got it from here. And pretty soon they're off on a path where they are doing things in their own strength. Uh, rather than relying on God. And, you know, God's always got more for us. So um, another thing I see is that maybe someone uh, is looking at their own potential, their skills and talent. And what they don't do is consider God in the equation. So maybe you've been called to do something, you've had a dream on your heart, and you have just decided it's too big for you that you can't do it. And that really is a form of pride because when God puts those dreams in our heart, that vision shares with us what his purpose for our life is. He doesn't intend for us to do it on our own. He intends for us to be reliant on him to be able to walk it out. And let me tell you, when we bring him into that journey, it is much more joyful much more uh, free from stress. We get there quicker. (laughs) So anyway, this is a big thing that I see is that people have pride, lack of humility in uh, either relying on God or in seeing themselves through the lens of Jesus and the possibilities that we have in him when we bring him with us through the finished work of Jesus. And the number six is offense. I think all of us can say that we've been offended at times and we've offended other people. (laughs) I know I have not intentionally, but uh, offense is something that, you know, we're going to be tempted with, especially as we start to step out into what God's called us to do. And it's an area that it's a big topic. It's, I'm not gonna be able to share, you know, a lot on that in this timeframe, but ask the Lord where in areas of your heart that you are offended. I had someone come up to me after the session and just shared with me that because of uh, what she heard, the Lord revealed to her that she had had an offense, that she was very hurt. And, you know, when we take on offense, it doesn't mean that people or uh, the enemy hasn't, you know, had situations in our life that caused a lot of hurt. I'm not telling you that you have no right to, you know, maybe be hurt or feel like something was wrong. Uh, Definitely there's things in our life God never intended and it hurts his heart as well. But the limitation that offense has in our life, the way that it it blocks us from really being able to step forth into uh, areas of our life that God has planned for us is a real thing. Well, anyway, she shared with me that God revealed to her an offense that she'd been carrying for years and actually had affected uh, her child. And she she just asked God to release that in her. And uh, he did. She said she woke up and she just felt like a very different uh, person and had very different thoughts in this area. And she was just like, she's going to be able to move forward. She was free. So bring these things. I'm just going to repeat that list. Past experiences fear of man, past sin, believing lies, pride from a different perspective and offense. So I encourage you to just get with the Lord and ask him if any of these areas are contributing 
to limitations or holding you back in any area of your life? And if so, ask him to reveal that to you and ask him to release that in you. And, you know, my prayer is that hearing this, that, that there's going to be potential, um, there's going to be limits in your life that are taken off that are going to allow you to go to this next season, this next step in your life. And so I'm going to leave you with this scripture. It's Ephesians 3:20, and I'm reading it from the Amplified. Now to him who is able to carry out his purpose and do super abundantly more than all that we dare ask or think, infinitely beyond our greatest prayers hopes or dreams according to his power that is at work in us. No matter how bold our requests may seem, God can do all that we ask and much more. God's means for accomplishing more than we can imagine comes through his strength. His work is done by the Holy Spirit's power within us rather than by our human strength. That is good news, isn't it? <laughs> Again, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. Billy and Becky are so grateful for you, our Wealth Builders family. We want to thank you for listening to these podcasts and encourage you to share about Wealth Builders with your friends and family. Remember, we've got a ton of free resources that Billy and Becky have made available at Wealth Builders. Dot org, And we are so grateful to be on this journey of making sense, of making money, for making a difference with you. God bless you and have a wonderful rest of the day. We hope you learned something of lasting value today from this Wealth Builders podcast. If you'd like any tools, teachings, or resources mentioned in the podcast, you'll find them online at wealthbuilders.org. Wealth Builders exist to teach you how to build wealth through applied biblical wisdom in your finances, your business, and your investments. Wealth Builders is a nonprofit organization. We depend on your donations to keep this podcast running. Please consider donating to us on wealthbuilders.org.